I'm Ken Mako from Forest Hill, Maryland, supporter of the Manchester United, prettier than Jack Grealish, and the official daddy of all Arsenal and Everton fans. And you're listening to the DU Football Show. Oh, yeah? Well, Villa's your daddy now. Oh, oh shit. shit. Hey, kids, it's a malort-free Monday. How about that? That's right, although it did cost me my bet. Ah, uh, the beauty, though, is we got a sorry schlub here in the studio to do it. Have to do a shot of malort. Let's start this show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right AA, the fucking gooner grab. Smoke of a lord. Looks great in shorts. Sam Grammy. Sam Graham. Oh, one take producer Mel is what I like to call her. Hello and welcome to the Drunken United Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. <laughs> I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me is the glowing graciously Samuel Graham. Still buzzing from yesterday, bro. <laughs> Still buzzing from uh, yesterday. That's what I figured. I figured you were a very, very happy fucking boy. Yes, very Love much it. so. We're recording at the DU Public House just outside the nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Please be sure to rate, subscribe, and review, and share with a footballing friend. Should you want to chat with us, there is many ways that you can. Mr. Graham, tell the good people how they can get in touch. Very simple, actually. Just jump on the old interwebs uh, and go to at Football Show on all of your social media platforms or Show at gmail.com. Um, if you'd like to support us via Patreon, it's www.patreon.com backslash dufootballshow. Uh, and then you could also check out the Drip Shack to uh, get yourself outfitted with some sweet-ass DU gear. I'm sporting my sweet-ass gear today, and uh, we're doing good, kids. Got our stickers. We got, uh, um, for our uh, guest later on, we have the uh, hashtag Bance Pillow that he can cry into <laughs> as uh, things very slowly fall apart. Yes. I've got with, my hashtag Bance sweatshirt in the car for when I have to drive home. Exactly. And with that being said, I like I always like to say, Mr. Graham, you could just drive your happy ass over here, which is the case tonight. We have our good friend, Ken. Ken, how you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me, gentlemen. Excellent. Ken, who do you support? I support the Southampton Saints. Ah, uh, Liverpool's JV team. Oh, wait, they got what they wanted out of you. So now you're just a used side bitch. Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry and both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So as the red-blooded Americans we are, we vow to have a drink in our hands throughout this show and every single show sammy brought another unicorn bottle what we drinking tonight killer i did so i have stag jr here for us today uh mm. it is a non-age statement um barrel age bar oh it's all barrel aged of course but barrel proof is what i meant to say uh released from the buffalo trace distillery um it is amazing uh tasting notes are rich sweet Chocolate and brown sugar flavors mingle in perfect balance with the bold rye spiciness. The boundless finish lingers with hints of cherries, cloves, and smokiness. And Jim Murray gave it a 97.5 rating. Uh, worth every fucking point. Cost me about $65 because I had mm -hmm. a store that didn't ass mm -hmm. rate me. 
mm-hmm. with it. Uh, 130.9 proof, this one. Oh, yeah, you can definitely so, taste the heat in it. But the other big thing, 65. too. 65.45% by volume. But the other big thing with that, too, is because you can taste the the alcohol heat, it also intensifies the fuck out of the flavors. Oh, yeah, big time. That's why you have a lot of people that are very into barrel-proof whiskeys. It's not because they just want to get drunk. It's, I mean, yeah, certainly that helps. But- they also want some, they want to have those pronounced flavors as well. And like in this, the sweetness just rises to the top. Um, I think this would probably benefit with a drop of water just to bring back the heat a little bit or even, or personally, maybe even a cube. Like yeah. how you did last week, you did a cube on yours. I'd probably throw a cube on this one just to bring her down a little, but uh, it's it's a lovely fucking whiskey. It's delicious. And uh, one of the big things to know with that, whenever you see the non-age statement, that means they're they're not committing, they're committing more to a profile. They want Correct. it to taste a certain way Absolutely. every single time. Now, granted, it's a barrel proof, so they're looking for a certain register as far as proof goes, but- they're not trying to be individual batches. They're trying to blend to a specific profile that people are going to recognize for this brand. Yep. So, uh, and you'll see that, uh, that's something now granted, this isn't a craft brand. This is obviously a very big brand coming from the, uh, the Sazerac company. Mm -hmm. But when you start to see craft brands moving into the non-age statement world, kind of tells you that they've grown up a little, that they're blending to profile and they aren't living batch to batch. So anything else we need to know, Sammy? Uh, remember to drink responsibly, everybody. All right, let's start the show, kids. You got the good glasses tonight. Yeah, we do. Got them lovely Glen Cairns. What did you uh, think of the whiskey, Ken? I thought it was uh, exceptional. I, I, I did. I did feel the fire, like you said, but mm-hmm. I had no idea. So that was educational as well. Lovely. That's the whole point. So uh, just when you think you have the whole league figured out, fuck you. No, you don't. Liverpool 3, Brentford 3, Aston Villa 1, Manchester United 0, Man City 1, Chelsea 0. What a fucking match Liverpool and Brentford was. That was arguably could be the best game of the season. Two two balls cleared off the goal line within the first 10 minutes. Told you this was going on, on each end of the field. Just told you this was going to be full throttle, full assault fucking football. And it delivered. Jesus uh, did it deliver. Obviously, I don't give a single fuck about either of these two teams. Right. Yeah. And I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. It was fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. Absolutely fantastic. Well, I saw you in the closed group just going, this, this game this is game amazing. Is awesome. like, yeah. So amazing. This game is fucking awesome. Um, uh, Ethan Pinnock obviously opened the scoring later off, uh, later went off uh, through injury, which is a bit of a shame. I think I, I heard it was definitely a dead leg. Mm. So... Should be back in a couple of days. Shouldn't be a, a right. big issue. Um, usually happens. You take a stinger on the hip, and your leg just kind of goes numb for a bit. Uh, excuse me, uh, Jota, fantastic, fantastic header. Mm-hmm. The ball from Jordan Henderson was inch perfect. He could have fit that ball through a butthole. Just yeah, just just when you think Jordan Henderson's getting old and maybe can't do it, and, and you're reminded, why does he wear the captain armband for for this team? Because he does shit like that. Yeah, no shit. He steps up when they need to. He's a bit talismanic. Not as much as Steven Gerrard was, but when he puts in a solid performance, Liverpool tend to win. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, uh, he was also huge, even though it was a shit game. He was immense in that Champions League final against Tottenham a couple of years ago. Oh, God, yeah. And then Mo Salah gave Liverpool the lead 
after VAR confirmed it because he was walking a bit of a tightrope. Yeah, it was a little close, a little close, but the but far definitely on side. Far side kept him on, yep. and I like the fact that I, even though I would have loved the you know the beauty of it because it's Liverpool and I could mock them, but I like the fact that you know what an elbow is not offsides, right. It make it, it a part of be. make it a part of the body that actually like yeah a little bit of his arm was hanging over he's not offside right because you can't he, score with it so yeah. it's not included in the rule he's not offsides and I'm I'm glad that they've you know I, I'm not sucking VAR's dick here or anything but I'm glad they at least got <laughs> well that did they give right. you five grand <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number was much higher thank you very much uh, Patreon.com backslash D football show to find all of our extra content. <laughs> <laughs> which you could you with a goat apparently was kind of the discussion we had yeah. <laughs> um yeah and then uh janlet janlet mm-hmm. scored uh for brentford equalized again mm-hmm. fucking brilliant as well uh and then curtis jones stand up and be counted son uh you know what <laughs> after you- putting two in rose Z, one almost out for a throw-in <sighs> to still have the confidence in himself to hit that third goal for Liverpool was fucking amazing. That's a huge pull back for them um, with losing Elliot to the injury mm-hmm. to get Jones healthy at this time. Because one of the big things we've already kind of talked about with Liverpool is while that midfield's real fuck good, starting to get up there in age. Yep. And they need to have a little bit of youth injection. And Jones was doing a great job before he got hurt. And then you had Elliot, and Elliot unfortunately got hurt, but Jones is back. So yep. that's a good a good trade-off for them, and and he's going to, I think he's going to thrive this year as a player. I think he's going to be very key for them, and I think he's going to offer them a lot in the future as well. I would tend to agree with you. And then, of course, as we said before, Wisa brought the business. Mm-hmm. Here's the important thing, and I want you to understand, there's going to be a theme tonight, and that theme, my friend, is shithousery. Oh yeah, because there was a lot of shit houseery. There was some shit houseery at the end of uh, today's final match as well. So, did you see the the uh, meme floating around? It had like Gordon Ramsay on his YouTube masterclass thing. Mm-hmm. Then it had somebody else, and then it had um, Bruno Fernandez in it. You could read it underneath of it. It said how to take penalties. Yep, and, and then it had canceled, canceled across yep. it. Yeah, I, I believe the next one is Jamie Vardy and how to shit house and yeah. every single player this weekend took a fuck, took that fucking if, class. If, if Vardy is the master, the king of shit housery, uh, Emmy is definitely the prince. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, so I was listening we'll to, get to that to XM today. Yeah. yeah. And somebody was saying, uh, one of the pundits on XM was saying essentially the same thing. Like he's a nice guy. He's very humble. You remember his press conference after winning the FA cup. It was like, Oh, you know, I've been at Arsenal 10 years and he's crying. You know, my parents, I moved here on my own. Like all that. You think of him as such a nice and lovely guy. Everybody forgets he's an Argentinian footballer. And and, and he, he <laughs> and the Argentinians likes, properly shit out. He likes to fuck the air for fun yeah. regularly. He's a big <laughs> fan of hip thrusts. That's for fucking sure. Are we on the game but, yet? But Wisa, but Wisa runs right in front of the Liverpool supporters <laughs> and gives his best clop imitation with one pump, <laughs> two, two pumps, <laughs> three pumps, and turns around and walks That's away. awesome. <laughs> fucking love it. I am living for that. It is fucking... I, it's great because the fans are back, and let's face it, the fans are being rowdy, and, and it's great, and we love it, but I'm sure the fans have also been away for a year, so I'm sure the fans have been 
the nicest of people on earth. And I'm sure they've said nothing but lovely, nice things to the uh, team that they're playing against. I'm sure of it. So the players, upon hearing those nice things, have said, allow me to retort. Yeah, no <laughs> and shit. it was, the fist pump was brilliant. It was awesome. The, um, the other thing, do you remember, what was um, Fuentes, Fuentes' team? That's what this game reminded me of, mm -hmm. an old DU classic against Fuentes, where everything seemed to be honest, everything seemed to be hard fought, you know, everybody gave it 110%. It was, but it was all honest. Right. There was no diving for real. There was no, no you know, hacking of people down. They were good, honest, hard fouls, and you helped the guy up afterwards. It was a fucking proper game of football. And I, I loved it. I thought it was, it was brilliant. Uh, and that, of course, uh, clop upon seeing, uh, you know, Ole uh, taking a chapter out of his book, which we're getting to in a moment, Mel. Um, <laughs> He just went, you know what? They deserved the 3-3 draw. They were great. We should have scored more goals. But that was, they deserved everything they got. And it was like, wow, listen to Klopp actually for once, not go. Right. <laughs> it, was, it was a slick surface. It was a funny angle. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. It just, but it would, that was a fantastic game. And the good news for Liverpool, everybody else fucked off except for city. So it didn't really affect anything. Still sitting at the top of the table. So yep. did Oop. you see, was it towards the end? Um, somebody, maybe in Buemo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and did you see Thomas Frank's face and Jurgen Klopp looked at him and Thomas Frank did had the big bug eyes <laughs> like blowing out. Like, like that was close. That was close. <laughs> That's it, was, close. it was pretty cool seeing them share that moment as well. It was, yeah. it was very good. And, was, and the atmosphere was absolutely fucking buzzing. It was, it was nothing short cracking. of a fantastic game. And, uh, our, our good friend Jane just putting in thoughts in the DU closed group at fucking 4 a.m. No less. All throughout the yeah. match. Just throwing up stuff. It was great. So Ole gets fucked by, uh, Villa and, Outcoached by Dino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got fucked by Villa too. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. What? I mean. I'm sorry. Wait, who? Oh, that's right. I mean, I have her play Zed cars whenever we win a big game. So I can't really stop her here, can they I? They were so loud. I oh, watched yeah. the game partly at the house in the second half. I had to drive down to Waldorf because my mom's selling her house. You have to clean yeah, it out. Right. And so I've literally got my phone in the dashboard, you know, to watch a stoplights, not while I'm driving, maybe. And <laughs> I can just, all I can hear coming through the speakers in the last, uh, you know, a couple of minutes of the game is that chant. That's mm -hmm. awesome. What um, I'm glad you couldn't hear was the fucking announcer's voice because I hated that. Yeah. <laughs> that dude oh, sounded hear, it was yeah. pitiful. Although I did appreciate getting the good old-fashioned Spanish. Uh-oh. Now what I, I wonder, somebody somebody had to call out of work because they just got this dude. He's like the janitor. Or well, something. no, no, he's, he's this is bad. He calls a bunch of the stuff in the states for the Mexico games and stuff like that. That's why I don't watch. Yeah, North but American. Football. I'm wondering. I'm wondering if that was an NBC Sports, like how they have uh, Arlo and Graham actually work for NBC Sports, not the overseas feed because all the rest of the games are the overseas feed right, right, right. The, yeah, yeah. the normal commentators are supposed to be so i'm wondering if that was the case if they uh 
if they had done that because it's CR7. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that's why. Oh, was he there? I'm assuming, yeah, yeah, he was there apparently. <laughs> Wasn't taking a penalty. <laughs> that's for damn sure. Um, here's here's uh, one of the, <laughs> on a tactical thing, the, the, the biggest thing to point out because honestly, the better opportunities were Villa's throughout the bulk of the game and Villa pushed the pace. Like Villa really dictated the match. And a lot of it was because Paul Pogba was out on the left-hand side in front of Luke Shaw and Pog Pogba didn't fancy playing defense. And Matty Cash ran up and down that fucking line yep. like it was his job. He just owned that fucking sideline. Absolutely. And you could just tell that Villa was just loading that side, going down that side. Ole had no answer. No. Couldn't motivate Pogba uh -uh. to do it. Pogba didn't want to do it. Nope. And there was, I mean, if anything, I told Mel at halftime, I was like, you're going to lose this game one nothing, and all you're going to do is just bang your head against the wall at the amount of opportunities United yep. gave you to beat them. Oh, yeah. Target had one early on that he really should have had, but mm. eh, Target would, gets a little excited. I was just about to edge. say, Matt Target should have given you all the lead. Yeah. Uh, Kanza should have scored from the resulting corner. Yep. Um, Maguire should have scored from a header. Pogba should have had a few goals. Mm -hmm. it, it was nobody took their chances, really. Yep. And then Courtney House... House, oh, how have we decided house. to say this? House. They said it house. All right, Courtney House. I've heard it pronounced at least four different ways. <laughs> Courtney House finally you gave y'all the lead. On, sun, on Saturday, that was Villa's house. Yeah, uh, I did see that. Uh, that uh, was, that's from uh, Your Majesty did that one. Yes, I did see that. Um, but really, Villa were the more dangerous team, in Dude. my opinion. They were. Overall. They were. Absolutely. They took um, Despite not having as much of the ball. But obviously, United had a lot of the ball. But. United, United was toothless. There was no plan mm -hmm. of attack from you. Like, and again, I, I hate to reiterate to this. This comes down to what we talked about before. Is Ole the right guy? Like, Ole knows how to man manage, but that game needed a tactician. Ole was not a tactician. That game needed a breaking down. Those players needed to be told how to break that game down. No one told them how to break that game down. The other, the other problem is, is you invite somebody into the team, you buy Cristiano Ronaldo, that sort of ego, that sort of mentality. Who knows if him and Bruno get along for their national team? Right, one. exactly. Two, how do you not, why is there a discussion over who takes the penalty? I mean, we made fun of you guys for this between DCL and Richarlison a couple of weeks ago. Why right. Why do you not, you're a fucking professional football team. My middle school team I coach, I know who the fuck takes the penalties for it. Right. There is no fucking question about it. If there's a penalty called, that kid steps up and takes the pens. Right. So why, when these multi-millionaire babies are around, they can't fucking figure that out? They don't know what they're doing? I, you have arguably the one of the greatest penalty takers. The greatest strikers of all time, period. Like, why is the, I mean, I, I get it. Bruno up until that moment has never missed a penalty. Who takes the penalties at Portugal? Right. Like, that's yeah. your answer. I mean, but you have a conversation like, with him. You're you no said, longer the guy. You know, <laughs> right. It's, it's funny. Uh, Emmy had the same opinion as you. Why aren't you taking the it, Ronaldo? The shithousery continues. And yeah. honestly, I am, I'm frankly shocked that Villa did not get a big a penalty for having three balls on the field. 
Oh yeah, what three balls? Uh, the soccer ball and the two soccer ball sizes in pe- uh, Emmy shorts. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Holy shit! <laughs> Calling I'm out Cristiano so Ronaldo, lost. standing there. Why don't looking, you take it? Yeah, looking at Bruno, going, "Why are you taking it? Shouldn't you be taking it?" Because <laughs> yeah, this Bruno guy's gonna you. miss. <laughs> looking what right at Ronaldo, I want you. It's fucking amazing. And then and then Bruno misses, and Emmy promptly turns around. I mean, that's all United fans there because it's the other end of the field in the upper corner where the uh, away fans are at Trafford. That is all United fans. Turns around and proceeds to show him the soccer-sized balls. That oh, he my God. Well, you know where that comes from, right? I need that as a gift. I need <laughs> that as a gift. You know where that comes from, right? Where does it come from? Ronaldo's time at Real Madrid. That was after Atletico Madrid beat Real Madrid. Uh-huh. Diego Simeone was doing the cojones celebration <laughs> aimed directly at Ronaldo. <laughs> and then Ronaldo scored in the reverse fixture and did it back to him. And they both ended up getting fined and everything. Oh my God. But that's, that's a direct, like that happened before. Oh my God. Let me, let me find out. Elgato is also smart at his shithousery Dude. too. He doesn't just hump the air. Holy I crap. Love him. I have such a crush on him now. I used to heart Heaton, but now I'm all Elgato. Excellent. Kenny, you watch the uh, match. What'd you think? Uh, I mean, you know, with Ole, I, I, it's, uh, you know, not to bring it to Southampton, but uh, you know, in our match a couple weeks ago, it was the same thing. Like tactician, you know, he's, he's not the guy. And I think everyone's starting to see that they're starting to find it out. And, you know, there there could be some issues here. Well, in in your draw that you had with them, you guys pushed more of the action and they seem to be fine controlling the ball, but they weren't doing anything with the control of the ball. They were just like, they had the ball for the sake of having the ball. They weren't creating anything. Right. Right. And, and that, I guess people are just fine to sit back and, and let them do that. And then, you know, capitalize on your chances. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. Excuses. He had excuses. Too. I mean, they, they can do that as a tactic because they have one of the most ruthless strikers in the history of the game in Cristiano Ronaldo now. Right. But, if you sit back for too fucking long and wait to take your chances, if you don't have your plan set up and what you're supposed to be fucking mm-hmm. doing, i.e., who's the penalty taker, <laughs> this type of shit happens. Yeah. You could also play yourself into a rut. You know, you could play the other team into an immense amount of confidence. And that's exactly what they did. Yeah. I mean, Villa are no slouches. So if you start giving them a siege, have the siege mentality where they're having to hang on and fight for everything, they're going to become harder and harder and harder to break down. Villa has had Chelsea, who they lost 2-3-0, Everton, who they stomped 3-0, Manchester United, who they just beat one nothing, and next they have Spurs, who I fancy Villa to beat Spurs the way Spurs are playing. Time for the league to take fucking Villa seriously. Mm-hmm. This is a top 10 team. This is a top 10 fucking we side. Are absolutely better without Jack who heard Jack who jacking Jakku who exactly off. I will say for all the excuses, when he that, a Star Wars uh, character. Yeah, he was <laughs> for all the excuses that Ole had after the game. I believe he blamed it, blamed it on a Villa player freezing out. Uh, yeah. So that was the other meme floating around yeah. our group. That was very funny, which is drunkard United FC, by the way, on Facebook, yes. find that ask to join it. But, uh, it was holding a, Book. It was Ole holding a book that had Jurgen Klopp's face on it. D- dare I say, Kloppian of uh, yeah. Ole in the post presser. Yeah, but uh, Bruno, he fucking took it like a champ. He uh, released a whole like couple paragraphs on Twitter uh, and the essential thing saying, "No excuses for my penalty miss today. 
I'm my biggest critic, but as always, I'll use it to drive me forward. More than disappointment that the team's loss is most important. I'm ready for next time. And then it's like there's paragraphs of like, it's my fault. I fucked up. I'll do better. You know, that's kind of the gist huh. of it. And good on him. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Except it was you, way too long. Well, it was way too it was long. Like, yeah, it was, was way too like, wordy. Like I read the tweet, not the the screenshot he <laughs> said of his paragraphs. I'm like, dude, you or to quote Graham, mate. Did I say that right? <laughs> yeah. Mate, yeah, you don't need the whole paragraph. You mm. just said it in the tweet. P- perhaps right. that good? Perhaps yes. good job. Thank it's you. Pretty good. Perhaps he should have said, "Ah, oh, you done fucked up. HR wants to have a word with you." <laughs> yeah, that's probably what should have happened. I think whenever somebody fucks up at United, that's what Ole says, and then they go into Sir Alex Ferguson's office to get bo- <laughs> to get a bollocking. Yeah, to get to get laid yeah. into. Uh, that's the one big thing that I was going to say is I think Ole broke out the book of excuses because what Ole didn't want to say was our midfield let us down. Aston Villa got to run up and down the sidelines against us because we weren't doing our positioning. And you can say that without calling out Paul Pogba. And he didn't do it because he's too afraid to. And this is where you have to worry about a tactician that he is, is because you got to be able to say this shit to your players. Yep. You got to be able to look at your player and go, dude, what the fuck are you thinking out there? Like, I need you covering. Why is this happening? You can't do this. And it doesn't matter how how many awards and medals they've won for their country and what they've done and what type of player people think they are. You got to be able to look them in the face and say that. And that's the difference between the other three managers at the top and Ole. So those other three We'll grab a player by the shirt and go get your head out of your fucking ass. Yep. And Ole won't do that. And that's ultimately what's going to get them. This, it, it's ultimately what's going to get them. Why they're not going to win this league when they have the talent to win this league. They're built to win the league right now. Yep. You know, because they need an elite level of, manager. <clears throat> if you bring in Antonio Conte, they win the league, I think. Team changes completely. Yep. Immediately. Absolutely. Manchester City said, oh, y'all want to give the title to someone else? Who's won three of the last four, motherfuckers? Yeah. That is exactly what that game said right there. <laughs> so this is the first time Tommy Tukes has uh, lost to Pep in England. Really? Since wow. he's Since he's been there. No shit. Um, Chelsea beat them in the league, the cup. Yep. And then uh, the Champions League, obviously, yep. the, the yep. final. Yep. So now, previously, Pep had always had Thomas Tuchel's number mm-hmm. when they were in Germany together, but that's besides the point. This obviously all the talk has been about Chelsea. The lack of Harry Kane moving to City has kind of dominated the headlines rather than City and their performances, right? And I don't know if it's allowed the team to kind of alleviate some of that, you know, artificial pressure that the media puts on them, right? But of they they came into this game and completely took Chelsea by storm. Wasn't it? Wasn't sexy it wasn't a like a rollover but it was just this really efficient fuck you we're still the defending champs yeah we just need to remind you of that real quick and ruben diaz completely played lukaku out of the game just marked him completely out of the game he was terribly ineffective which is not something anyone said for the last almost you know two two three years you know it's also what we've been saying we said it last week about how lukaku is just demands the attention of both center backs of a team and he can completely take your center backs out of the game because you have to worry about him. 
And Ruben Diaz just took care of him like that. No problem. Like, well, they also, bring on the next one. They also started Timo Werner, which, so Chelsea having zero shots on target, if it wasn't coming from Lukaku, it wasn't fucking coming. Was <laughs> yeah, it? It's true. <laughs> oh, there'd be shots. They're just not on target. Not on target. Yeah. Not <laughs> a <Rose> head. <laughs> That's what they're going to be. Um, so no real surprise there with, with, with Werner being included in the team, which is confusing. I, um, I wonder if Kai Havertz is going to be fit uh, for their next game, which is going to be kind of huge. Yeah. Because I think Mason Mount is still out. Yeah. Um, which is obviously isn't good for them. Same thing with Christian Pulisic. I think he's still hurt as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so they need that Kai Havertz outlet because Werner just – I think I, I would be surprised if Werner's still a Chelsea player after January. I'd be very surprised if he was still a Chelsea player after the summer. Yeah. But I could see him going out on loan in January in a heartbeat. <clears throat> yeah. Just send him back to Germany. <laughs> send him back to send him over to Burnley. They need somebody. <laughs> they can't score anyway either. Was this Chelsea performance kind of akin to Russell Crowe and Les Mis? For you? <laughs> Is that what do you think? It, but, you know, great actor, horribly miscast. Yeah, I would yes. definitely agree with that. <laughs> no doubt about Is it. Is that, you know, yeah. You, you you don't you don't sing stars an octave too high, especially when it's not in your register. Sorry. It's just not what you do. Right. All right. You also don't sing it quickly, you know, like like Russell Crowe did. Yeah. Oh, wait, we're talking about Chelsea here. Uh, uh I I thought they were um, You're welcome, Taylor. I thought they were a bit too defensive. <laughs> Honestly, I thought they they played a little too cautious and that's not suited them well. It's what suit has suited them well is taking the action to, to a team. Yeah. And they didn't this time. They were like, okay, well, we'll play the chess match. You want to play the chess match with Pep? You're probably losing it. You you, you most cases. Well, I don't know. That we talked about it. Those two yeah. are the two biggest football perverts on the face <laughs> of the planet. Very true. Very I mean, true. It, was, it was a story of them at the at dinner for six fucking hours, borrowing other tables, salt shakers and shit, so they could talk formations. Like if somebody was going to out tactic pet, it would be Thomas Tuchel. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I'll throw this final question to the both of you. Um, what do we feel like we learned from these two teams out of this match? Sam first. Chelsea can be got at, but you need to be on your shit. Yeah. Not everybody's going to be able to be on their shit, but Chelsea can. Chelsea can be gotten at. Got it. Ken, what do you think? Uh, I would say, it, like, I don't think this is the best Chelsea team we've seen. So, like, these are going to happen. Bumps in the road, not having, you know, their full complement of players. But I think it. I think you guys said it perfectly. City's City's the defending champs. They're yeah. still here. They're not going away. So they, you always have to account for that. So you, you also look like you had an opinion on Russell Crowe and Les Mis. Well, we? I mean, we're not. No one wants to hear my opinion about the Les Mis and you know his poor performance as Javert. So <laughs> that's not that's not what the people pay for. It's. It's, well, no, but you know what? I had to pay for it. Aren't you on the an, people? On an, <laughs> true. It's a, it's so very odd. Say, it's a very odd place where I sit. Should, go ahead should, and say, that's not what I should pay for. Yeah. That's not what I pay for. Should we Should we hear the people sing, singing the song of Angry Men? I just, I mean, I, quite frankly, I'm just shocked that, that Graham pulls out a Les Mis. Like, I, I saw the note, I read it, and I was just completely shocked. Like, I, I didn't peg you for a Les Mis guy. I'm not. Uh, so, you know, our boy Taylor <laughs> yes. called me drunk. Yes. The other day. We'll be talking about that on injury time. Yes. That'll be a special place for That'll that. be more in-depth on that. But yeah. he, uh, in our discussion, brought up your hatred for Russell Crowe's, and I said, as an Easter egg, my friend, I will work it into a game <laughs> recap okay. somehow just for you. Uh, so I thought this would be the, the perfect time to do it. It all comes full circle. All comes full circle. 
Yeah. So drunk Taylor, drunk Graham. I was writing notes. He called and I was like, uh, we make this work. Don't worry about it. It's a, uh, it's an iconic role and it should have been uh, cast and portrayed better. That's all I have to say. And apparently Sydney ain't going anywhere yet. Hey, there were a couple of derbies this weekend. How about that? Arsenal three, Tottenham one, Crystal Palace one, Brighton one. Uh, Wow. The North London was fantastic. What a fucking first half. Definitely two clubs in very opposite directions right now. Yes. It is clear. The biggest thing that I took from the Spurs side of the performance, because I do obviously want to celebrate my boys, was... How hopelessly disinterested Harry Kane looks. I he doesn't even want to be there. I have this written as a question, and I already know what your answer is going to be as an Arsenal fan. I need you to take Arsenal glasses off for a second. Is this exactly what Spurs deserve? Yes. Yeah, I, I tend to it agree. Is. It's like you fuck around, you don't move the player because you want to make a little more money, and it's. You're kind of getting what you deserve. Well, you also not even just that, like Nuno announcing he was leaving two games before the end of the season. Yeah. Tottenham having the vacancy. Everybody, including us, was reporting yeah. their opinion that this was a match made in heaven. This was the likeliest next step for his career mm-hmm. and to get the good feeling back in Spurs because Mourinho was such a twat. Yeah, exactly. Right? So the fact that they went through... 12 show interviews and then settled on Nuno anyway. What confidence does that send to the players? Right. We got turned down by Massimiliano Allegri. We got turned down by Antonio Conte. We got turned down by Maurizio Sarri. We got turned down by fucking everybody. We got turned down by the guy we fired. Yeah. <laughs> like Right. Potch turned him down yeah, again. They even, they even went back to Potch. So yeah. it's like what mm-hmm. confidence, what do you set? What message are you sending to the playing staff? Right. And, Again, one of the, one of the pundits on XM came out and said, "It looks like Nuno is trying to turn Spurs into Wolves with slightly better strikers." It feels like that a little bit. It feels like Which, that. That's not hasn't been their identity. He's completely reshaping, and we saw it with Manchester United after Jose Mourinho comes in, sets the world on fire, and then quickly leaves. After pissing on it. Right. It takes a while to recover from that abuse. <laughs> it happened at Manchester United. It happened at Chelsea. It happened now here at Spurs. Um, so, Sam, you're, you're back four. You're back four and your keeper. They look stellar. The four, the, hold on real quick. Those four that you have look, uh, five including Ramsdale in the net, look stellar. Break out the bubble wrap right now. Put them in a room. They're not allowed to go out and lick doorknobs. Your team is prone to getting COVID multiple times. You need to just lock them in a safe house and only bring them out when it's time for them to play a match. I am worried because Ben White is quite an attractive man. Yeah. So I'm worried he's like Jack Jack Grealish fuckboy status. (laughs) It's making me nervous. You have that, uh, you know. 
Kieran Tierney knows his way around a few injuries or three or five or seven. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Like he's he's prone to a like a torn toenail injury. The definitely. most injured Scotsman in history. <laughs> like, yeah, and then and then uh, Gabrielle, he's you know had hair follicle issues and shit like that. That's what is it with Brazilians and veneers, by the way? Because he's wrong. another one that's got the old giant pearly white chiclets. Um, I don't know, <laughs> I, and. And and Ramsdale, well, just a bruised ego in general <laughs> from being relegated twice. Like, we just need to make sure you protect and coddle all these guys. What a fucking save that was. Oh, my God. To push that save. onto the crossbow. That little, t- that little touch. That was... And I loved how he like hit it and did the turn and was just like and watching I, it in the air still. I, I know that feeling where you're just like, please get the fuck over. This was so brilliant. Just get the fuck over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like just get over. Go, go, go. Well, and you saw what it meant to him. This is what I, I love the spirit. Now you can see the spirit kind of showing through. The um, when he gave up the goal, mm-hmm. what it meant to him. Hands immediately on his head. Like he just didn't get a strong enough hand to it. I thought he did well to react in general. And he had already made a couple of great, oh, great saves. saves he, yeah. You could tell he was a man on a mission. He Absolutely. wanted that shutout. You could tell his defense wanted to give him that shutout too. They were dis- like they immediately somebody was right to him, like, sorry, mate, sorry, mate. Absolutely. Like, you could just tell it was Tamiyashu yeah. was excellent. That was the the thing I was gonna bring up. It feels like your wing back situation is now fixed. Yeah. And this now this, they gotta stay think, healthy, but those two are perfect. This I think is is our starting 11. I think this was the first time. Well, now second time we've actually had our full complement of players on the field fit and it clicked. Now that being said, Tottenham were very, very poor. They were very passive and the middle of the field was trash for them. So we dominated play in the first three games in these last three games. Yeah. They've looked horrid. Correct. Now they don't have their full complement of players right now either. Of course not. Fine. Um, doesn't matter. You can only play what's put in front of you. Mm-hmm. We win the game. Um, Emil Smith Rowe, Martin Odegaard, Bakuya Saka, fantastic. They look so good. They really did. They said uh, Saka said that him and ESR were talking pre uh, pre match. You know, oh man, how cool would it be to score in a game okay. in, in, a, in a North London derby at home? You know, how how great would that be? And then Emil Smith Rowe scored, looked straight at Saka, and he was like. Yeah, <laughs> and then Saka scored. Looked straight at ESR, and he was like, <laughs> "I, I, I <laughs> was told like, it's you. just they did it, went and celebrated together." Thierry Henry in attendance. Mm-hmm. Yang scored. I don't know if you noticed or saw everything. Mm-hmm. He did the iconic slide. Yep, which was uh, obviously Thierry Henry's uh, uh, statue outside. Yep, which also happened against Tottenham. Yep, of course it was. It was just a lovely day out. <laughs> just um, a lovely day out. That uh, the. We we talked about it on injury time uh, last week. How those two kids were going to b- make a big difference and be very very up for this match, and they absolutely were. Mel, you were about to say I something. I was just gonna look at Graham and go, "You and I haven't stopped grinning since the show know. began today." <laughs> well, so Rob was out playing golf today. He had, yeah. a, had a tournament with work. Uh-huh. Hold on, hold on. Address it correctly. Wait, was the it Rob beard, the beard was playing. <laughs> Rob, Rob just yes. happened to be attached there. to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, what did the beard shoot? Well, uh, he shot an 85, I think is what he said. Hold on. That's yeah, much better 85. than Rob could ever shoot. <laughs> the, yeah. be- the beard the but beard he said he, he called while we were recording. Ah, fabulous. So I texted him back. I said, hey, bro, I'm recording. You okay? Just and then he sent me a bunch of pictures of the golf course, and then he said, "Uh, oh, 
And then he said, oh, yeah, Arsenal wax fucking Tottenham. I'm fucking fantastic. <laughs> and, then he said, and then he wrote the We Love You Arsenal chant out. Love it. Fabulous. <laughs> um, and then he said, sorry, I'm a little drunk. What, one last question then before we go into the uh, El Gatwico. Is this finally Arteta's team? Yes, I think so. I think you can finally see what he's trying to do for real. Mm -hmm. And now that we've lowered the age profile, we got in some some more creative players. We got rid of some of the dead weight that was kind of holding us back, Willian and a few others. Mm -hmm. We we ran, we sprinted, we fought for every ball. The players that are there now want to be there, minus Burt Leno, but he's not playing, so it doesn't matter. <clears throat> right. We have faith. We have belief. We have spirit again. Hey, Graham, would you say that, I don't know, you can now trust the process? Yeah, I, I can <laughs> trust the process. You know, this this was very much like Hugh Jackman in Les Mis uh, in this latest one, which was a much better uh, appointment, I think, uh, very good. than Russell Crowe was. Yeah, okay. Hey, Sam, Sam, you slid it in. You did very well. Don't push it. That's the problem. See, you, hey, you, dude, you don't know this is gold. <laughs> okay, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Patreon.com backslash D. Keep going back to it. <laughs> um, uh, the Gatwico delivered. The Gat. The Gatwico absolutely delivered. Did it, you whore, fucking <laughs> whore. Um, it was. It was end to end. It was ferocious and feisty. So and I, was, I was working. I didn't see it. I was able to hear bits and pieces. There were a ton of yellow cards. Yeah. Ton. The massive, uh, I think Ton. seven. Yeah, I think I saw. Um, questionable. Now both both goals actually came at the six. End, by the way, sorry. At the end of the half and at the end of the uh, match, penalty called on Trussard, uh bumps into Gallagher. Um, looked like that normal 50-50 shoulder to shoulder thing. The problem was is the ball was kind of nowhere, and Trussard wasn't really even looking at the ball. He was just kind of going right. I'm going to run this fucker over shoulder to shoulder. And then when the ref blows the whistle, I'm going to point at my shoulder and go, no, no. no I hit him with the shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when, when you know exactly what you're doing, you, you running through that motherfucker is exactly yeah. what you're doing. No doubt. And then act shocked. And of course, uh, Zaha puts it away. Honestly, the bulk of this game, it was, it was palace for the most part. And, and Connor actually, Gallagher bossed again from everything I heard. He was playing fantastic. Crystal palace. Write the fucking check. Just ask how many zeros. <laughs> yeah. That's all you got to do. It's very simple. I think Patrick Vieira's got them all on side, I think. They're they're playing very well so far this season. And it's, when they get Ezzy back and you have this three-pronged, you know, kind of midfield of, not necessarily midfield, because I know Ezzy and, um, and Zaha are more kind of forward <laughs> wingers. But you get Gallagher kind of pulling the strings in the middle with these two running off of Benteke. Mm -hmm. And keeping Jordan Ayew as far away from the fucking pitch as possible. You're able to go with be. Benteke, Edward, or yeah. or um, even Mateo up top. Just switch them around. If one's not working, put another one in. Because the three behind him, all that guy in the front has to do, be in front of goal. Yeah, That's all he has to fucking do. Be in front of goal. There'll be opportunities. Don't have to create anything. Win the balls in the air. Dish them off to the, to, to the guys that are coming in behind you. And just get yourself open. Because you're going to score goals. Yep. Because those three are going to create. But right at the end, again, the theme of tonight, shithousery. <laughs> Guaita doesn't clear the ball particularly well. Okay, got to clear the ball better. But now he's out of position. Palace doesn't really kind of do anything to stop it. 
And good old your best friend, Les Pay, sneaks right in behind Little Dinker just over top of Guaita's head to finish the uh, yep. right at the death to score. And uh, immediately he runs over to the the Brighton section, like four or five Brighton fans are onto the pitch. It's Palace. Who cares, right? Whatever, right. it's Selhurst. You can get away with that. And then as he's walking up the field and, and Zaha, I like Zaha, but he has this, I can dish it out, but I can't take, take it, it kind of attitude. And of course, again, the fans are back in the stands. They're very gracious people and they're very lovely. And I'm sure they had nothing but positive things to say to the Frenchman, uh, Neil Mupe, as he walked up the pitch. I'm sure it was lovely goal. Great job. So, <laughs> Oh, Les Perry started putting his hand to his ear and just go, huh? Huh? What? What? I'm walking closer to the end line. Just going, Ex- excuse me, I cannot hear you clearly. Would you mind repeating in a little bit clearer for me? Because I just fucking scored. <laughs> uh, and uh, of course, Zaha didn't like that and they got into it, which uh, Sanchez just decided, well, I really haven't done enough tonight in the net, so let me run all the way up the pitch and get involved. And then by the time they basically got him separated, there was definitely the ref could have let it go for another minute or two. He was like, no, nope, game's over. Done. Fuck it. We're fucking we're gonna we start are fucking a fucking riot here. This. Yeah, we're going to start a over. riot in this bitch. They go to, they're going off the pitch, and again, they're all at each other. Again, this we jokingly said it's not a derby. It's a fucking Derby. These two teams genuinely fucking hate each other. I mean, it's a made up rivalry. That's worse than me and Alan. <laughs> it's a, it's it, my story and I'm sticking to it. It's the wrestling expression, right? It's a work, right? You're working people over, but it's a work that becomes a shoot. Like you worked yourself into a shoot into reality. It's like, oh yeah, it's a Darby. It's a Darby. It's a Darby. No, fuck you. I really hate you. It's a Darby. <laughs> like it just yeah. And and uh, the fan, the Brighton has to go off amongst all the fans. And um, let's just say there was a couple of V's for victory raised in the air by the uh, Palace fans. And um, Sanchez was having all of it. He was just standing there, continuing to talk to all of them. Like I guess discussing the weather. Uh, political views, just having a lovely old time. And Potter's standing back just to make sure on the field to make sure nothing happens. Finally, security's walking Sanchez in and Sanchez is like going in like, and another thing, my fuck, I'm just, fuck you, all you. Like you see him like over top of the security pointing in as he just walks in. And then finally Potter walks in, they close the door, so voila. You know what's great is what I, what I do love about uh, Derby games um, that actually means something both clubs are obviously on the ascendancy mm-hmm. uh but palace stopped brighton from going top yes which is just an extra even though it's a draw it's just an extra little gut shot like ah, yeah but that, that you could have been top for the first time in your fucking history they they had that and game we stopped in the, you from doing it they had that game in the books and right at the death what did brighton say in my way downtown walking fast i'm a seagull go fuck yourself <laughs> Take two always works. Running out the rest of the league. And oh, so that happened. West Ham two, Leeds one, Everton two, Norwich nil, Newcastle one, Watford one, Leicester two, Burnley two, Wolverhampton one, Southampton nil. Why did you say that all posh? I know. Watford. Watford. (laughs) Leeds get the dream start only to watch it just slip away. Fantastic goal from Rafinha, though. Oh, 
Um, But it was a fairly even game. Most of the statistics were pretty evenly distributed between both teams. There was end-to-end stuff again. Chances at both sides. Both keepers made some pretty decent saves. Um, The chance of Rafinha was was awesome. Just passed Mm -hmm. the ball. uh, Nice, firm strike into the far corner. That was excellent. And then, obviously, Mikel Antonio grabbing the winner after... Jared Bones deflected shot equalized right. uh, uh, er, uh, earlier in the game. Um, and Mikel Antonio's was very late on, very hard to come back from. So a little disappointing for Leeds. I thought they deserved a point. But um, but West Ham continue to roll, man. Well, that's what I – I wrote it very uh, in very small because I didn't want to have a whole another line dedicated to it. But I just said, WH is good. Newsflash. West Ham's a good fucking team. Yeah. They are. They are a good fucking side. They are well coached. They are I mean, well-trained. We? They are they are a good fucking team, and you better take them fucking seriously. We're, what, 20 months removed from fans running onto the field, grabbing the corner flag and planting it in the center circle? Yeah. As a form of protest? Yeah. And to where they are now? Yeah. Being able to keep hold of Declan Rice this past summer? It's fucking... They're... they're <laughs> Killing it right now. You yeah. couldn't ask for much better. The ferryman quit his job and has rejoined life. Yeah, the uh, leads leads needs to get a win here soon. You know, I mean, it's I'm I'm still not worried about them because I think there are a lot of teams that are worse off than them. But just f- like we talked about, for the amount that's asked of a Bielsa side, there needs to be results to go along with that because those guys can get very dejected very quickly. Of the fuck am I doing all this running for for nothing? Yeah. And um, part of that, I mean, I feel like Patrick Bamford is, is falling into the kind of Harry Kane done score in August thing. Problem is we're now three weeks, four weeks almost into September. <laughs> so you need to find your shooting boots as fast as you possibly can. And I think for him, once one goes in, I think he'll, you know, you'll see him score three yeah, or four games in a row and Leeds will start to right the ship a bit. Um, but if Rafinha doesn't score and Stuart Dallas doesn't score, it has to be Bamford because nobody else in that team seems to be able to do it. Right. And um, Jack, uh, what's his name? Harrison. Jack Harrison. I almost said Morrison. <laughs> Jack Morrissey. Is that like a singer? Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison. All right. I'm mixing all the JMs right. up. My, uh, I'm just conditioned to go Jack who. <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyway, he hasn't really been hitting on all cylinders either um, when he's been fit to play. Right. So I think there's going to be stuff to come from Leeds. I think they'll be fine. Um, but yeah, they need to turn something around uh, relatively quickly if Bielsa wants to keep his job. Yeah, and and West Ham are cruising. They're absolutely cruising. They're ready for every... It doesn't seem like anything's slipping by them. I mean, yeah, sure, you would have liked to have gotten that draw and made that penalty against United, but it's also not necessarily a game you expected to win. They're winning the games they need to. And honestly, for how 5th to 10th place is going to shuffle out, win the games you're supposed to. This is one of those games you got to win, you know? Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> comfortable win for the Toffees. Very comfortable win for the Toffees. I would say, Canaries, what the fuck's your problem? You played a wounded animal. They are missing their two best players on the pitch. No, Solomon you, Rondon was there. Yeah, exactly. Thanks. <laughs> and you can't push your narrative at all. Credit to the the defense, you know, I, Everton defense played well, but I mean, the kid Norman was the only shining spot at all for uh, Norwich, Norwich, and those were two shots outside of the box. Yeah, that was it. I mean, that's 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 it. It's also funny that his name is Norman, Norman Norwich, or just 
Just just like Norman. I'm a child. Heard. Very good. Um, Newcastle. Decor- Decore scored again. Yep, absolutely. That's, that's big. Yep. Sorry, didn't mean to step all over Newcastle. Yeah, it's fine. It's just, I, I, I'd, I'd like to talk more about Everton, but there's really not I mean. There's not much to talk about, there's, really. There's a ton of injured players. Rafa got him another win at home. They're they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. Just keep buying in. I'm ne- loving that. Ne- next week's going to be real fucking tough as United comes to town. Like Mel, you know what I like? Like doing more than bringing everything back to Arsenal? Making fun of Houston? Saying I told you so to Houston. Uh, is making me yeah. like the former Liverpool, Liverpool <laughs> coach that's now my coach is, is the thing. Newcastle, get an early lead and then just waste chance after, after chance, chance after chance. Like it's they so only comical. They only have themselves to blame for why this is a why this was a point and not three. And when it comes to Watford, I and I'll let you say what you your piece, there's one thing to say. Is Malia Sar is a fucking special player. Yeah. That's it. That's I mean, really all you can say about Watford. It's if 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 anybody's gonna beat you, it's Sar. Don't let Sar beat you. So let Sar beat him. So what I was gonna say is this it was a pretty even game again, with a lot of the the chances and a lot of the possession being evenly distributed. But that should worry Newcastle supporters. Because Watford have been dog shit to start the season. And if you're playing just as well as they are, that's a problem. Yeah. I mean they played they played well against Norwich, but Norwich is really hapless. Josh King did more on that corner to help Sar equalize than he did in the entirety of last season for you. Very true. <laughs> Just on that corner. Very true. I, I believe he came out and uh, ran the sideline, ran down the sideline about four times exactly for uh, <laughs> yeah. Everton. Um, oh, move, moving on to Lester Burnley. Uh, Vardy with the hat trick. Woo! Problem was yeah. the first one went past Casper Schmeichel, his own keeper. <laughs> yeah. uh, love when that happens. So just as he missed the chance to score, he did follow that up with a deft flick mm-hmm. <laughs> right into his own net. Would have been something he would have been proud of at the other end of the field. Oh, yeah. Sure. He'd, have been, he'd, been, he'd have been celebrating the shit out of that one. Pinpoint finish uh, from an excellent pass from Yuri Tillemans uh, a little bit later on to equalize. Uh, and then Burnley, <laughs> they seem to have stolen all three points uh, until, you know, that last five minutes. It was the 85th <laughs> minute where. Uh, where Lester scored. Uh, Dice has got his boys playing well. Now you have to worry about depth and uh, everything. And we, we've talked we've talked a little bit about it. And we'll get into it more during injury time as well. But uh, uh, Vardy, reminding in a weekend of shithousery, he went, hey, hey, hold on, hold on, everybody. Allow the master to do what the master does. Yeah. The first goal he scored ran directly in front of the Burnley supporters and just stopped and went, huh? What? What? Oh, oh me. Oh me. I mean, yeah, I know I scored down there, but I scored here too. You see, I, I just, I just scored right there. Yeah. And then when he scored the second goal, ran past an entire sideline of his own fans going, no, 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 no to run up to the Burnley fans and put his hand on his ear and go, you know, I know tomorrow Les Bay is going to steal this from me, but look, <laughs> yeah, I'm listening to you. I'm listening to you. Yeah. 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 That'd be two goals. I scored you jackasses. What a dick. <laughs> He's such a dick. Perfect shit. Housery. <laughs> I love, I'm here for it. Can I tell you what my dream is? I want Vardy to do a penalty kick on Martinez. 
Uh, I think the world <laughs> would just stop. <laughs> I want it's that like to the immovable uh, object meets the unstoppable force. Oh. That's like you remember Lewis Black bit about the the place in Dallas and Houston that Where has um, a Starbucks on one side of the street and a Starbucks directly across. He said, "If you stand between them, time stands still." <laughs> yeah, I, I think mean, that's what'll happen. A, if, uh, a Vardy uh, Emmy penalty kick is almost like so Mel throwing, your, something. throwing your phone on the ground in disgust. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Forgetting how amazing it was when Matty Cash and Andres Gomez were on the pitch at the same time because <laughs> the world could not handle that much handsome. Everyone just came. Just too much. <laughs> we just like, we all just went, ah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. And the other thing I want to see is um, with... Emmy's most recent little kind of pardu shuffle he had going on. I would like to see Emmy in goal for a Pogba pants off dance off penalty <laughs> and just watch him shimmy up to the ball and Emmy shimmy across the line trying to put him off. There'd just be a lot of gyrating. Just gyrating, yeah. nonstop gyrating. No actual shot taken, no, no just two of them gyrate, just gyrate. Two of them gyrate <laughs> off. Fun fact. Yes. That's where hurricanes come from. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into but, the... Because of that gyration, uh-huh. neither one of them can ever grow a mustache. Then it becomes creepy for some reason for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get into it. The reason why one Mr. Kenny is here tonight. Oh, fuck. We were supposed to put this in the other one. This is the can't hit a broadside of a barn derby. Yes, exactly. Gineppo versus Triore. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> no shit. Um, really, for for Wolves, and we'll say this quickly for Wolves, um, nice to see Jimenez get a goal. You know, it's, it, it's perfect. You could tell the relief of him to just go, all right, I'm back to playing. Last week, he got real frustrated, ripped the fucking, the protective headgear off. It was like trying his damnedest to... To, to, to will himself to a goal. I thought he was going to scream himself an aneurysm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like a man with the previous injury record should not be screaming like that. Uh, Wolves fans, I think you need to be concerned about the following. You bring in an offensive, full throttle kind of coach. And nobody's fucking scoring, man. Yeah, but nobody but him and has scored anyway for them. And but, he just had 10 months off. Yeah, but he's the chances are being created for these players. Oh, that's true. There's opportunity. They're not finishing. That's, that's scary. Cause the team is the team and the coach. I like the appointment and I like the squad. Just gotta start fucking putting the ball in the back of the net. Gotta now moving on to the more important thing the fuck man why couldn't you just figure out a way to get a draw so daddy could have hit his bet ken come on i would i would have loved to do that but uh you know unfortunately you know wolves gets to play a team that's uh even worse at closing and finishing opportunities in the you know inside the box and you know i mean i i I liked your slow and steady mediocrity that you were giving me on a consistent basis you already won a bet for me this year i just needed you to tie the fucking game that's all could you manage to put one in the net just one. Well, as I said to Sam, you know, last weekend after the, the draw with the city, I'm like, you know, a draw with city's great, but if you can't go get, you, if you can't get three at home against wolves, the draw at city doesn't really mean shit to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, like you, you get up for the big games, you've, you've drawn with United, you've drawn with city and then you just put a stinker. It's just, it was just an absolute stinker. It was boring. It was mm-hmm. absolutely boring. It's the same thing. 
you know, it we we thought that maybe <laughs> you know Adam Armstrong could pick it mm-hmm. up. You thought maybe Shea Adams could pick it up. And, and they're getting no service. We just look completely lifeless. And you know, it it's 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 wild to me. It, it's funny because it, we, we we talked about it a little bit last week on injury time. The idea that after the Everton game, the Everton game, you know, yeah, you you got the goal. Honestly, it was a gifted goal. And even you would admit that we fucked it off. 100%. 100%. It was a great goal. You're like, we yes. got the right guy. We're good. Let's roll. We're fucking yep. awesome. But then the second half would just rolled over and died. Like Everton just dominated play. But at least after that, you're like, all right, there's fight. Teams got fight. Like all four of those draws, you didn't go away. And in two of those Correct. draws was both the fucking Manchester clubs. Yep. Shit to look at and be excited about and happy about. And then just, I mean, shit the bed against Wolves. It was, that was a, and as a fan, I got to imagine that's just a bang your head against the wall moment. You're like, fucking guys, can you at least try? Yeah, you go, you go from one week, you know, we love Ralph, we love Ralph. And then you go to the next week and you're like, Ralph, what are you doing? Like, what, what, what were you really thinking here? You know, you're putting Kyle Walker Peters in at left back without a left foot. So, yeah. you know, and, and it's the same thing on the whole left side. When you have Redmond there, Redmond doesn't have a left foot. So everything just cuts back in, cuts back in, cuts back <laughs> in, goes right into the heart of the defense, turns the ball over, turns the ball over, makes a bad pass, makes a bad shot. Makes it makes it very easy for the team playing against you because Correct. then they just stand to the inside. I mean, Sam could tell you back in DU days, you'd have somebody who was all left foot. You'd stand on their left foot and make them go right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every time. You'd be like, I dare you. I dare you. Like they'd be, Sam would play somebody with a left foot that's going down the sideline. He would cut off the sideline and go, go to go the middle. Inside. He would point and yell it at him. <laughs> go to the middle. Right. I dare you. Yeah. Put it on your right foot. Yeah. <laughs> like, and they wouldn't. And yeah. I look like a fucking boss. <laughs> and and you know why this one hurts even more. So, you know, again, great to see Jimenez, um, you know, get his goal. Again, great story for him. Here's here's the backstory here. We had an opportunity to buy him under Pellegrino, and Pellegrino, who's now fucking somewhere in Argentina coaching some shit club, decided to pay for- You probably for, had it right the first time. He's fucking somewhere in Argentina. Well, that's probably also true. <laughs> uh, you, know, you know who we signed instead of Raul Jimenez? Guido Carrillo. Okay. Yeah, 17 million. Exactly. Who <laughs> was that? Listen, listen, we're not racist on the show, okay? What? I didn't name boom, him. Boom, his boom, parents boom, did. Boom, and that's his problem. <laughs> but uh, it's just, you know, like at this point, like, you know, give, give Nathan tell us some run. Like you sub in Shane long. Like, are we really still doing the Shane long experience? I had no idea. He was still there. Yeah. To be honest with you. <clears throat> well, you, you didn't know him cause he got COVID when he was out playing for Ireland. Like it's, it's just like, um, it, it's very frustrating to watch. I think, um, you know, the, the I think the the player we miss most is Stuart Armstrong, and I am so high on him that whenever he's on the pitch, I just feel like good things happen. Mm-hmm. So you know, I I, I clamored for Elanusi. I I complained to you about him for weeks, saying yep. get this guy on the pitch. Don't know he's why been, he's not playing. He's been all right. He's been good, but like Janepo yeah. Janepo had a terrible terrible pass, so bad that Ralph turned around, and I don't know what he said. But I think he was like, that's it. I'm done. Like, I'm done with this experiment. Like, it was it was literally just send it through to, I forget who was down there, but it, he just waited it. And, it, and I mean, it wasn't even close. It went out by five, 10 yards on, mm-hmm. over the back line. It's like, 
you got it. You, you like you, you give them the time, you give them the experience. It's just, you're right. You're right. It's since, frustrating to watch. It's bang your head against the table. Kind since of Ryan Bertrand left, your left side has gone to absolute but, shit. But I wouldn't, I mean, like, I mean, and he wasn't great for the last two years he was there, but at least he had a left foot and could run the fucking line. But you bring in Perot and Perot when, I think a couple of our chances, I think he was the one that put in service for the Elanusi goal, you know, from the left side. Like right. he was working actually really well on that left-hand side with Elanusi and, and overlapping. And I, I just, I, it, it's, you know, you, you have to trust Ralph at this point, but it's, it's just mind boggling. You, you never know what you're going to get. Like this team, you know, like I was thinking like shit city could put up a, a nine on us. Right. And then we fight, our balls off to a zero zero draw. Like right. what, what? And it, uh, this, this is the team that has drawn and beat city in two of the last four matches. This is also the team that has lost twice in a calendar year. Nine nil. Like it's, well, you know what they so confusing. Well, to figure city, out what I mean, that's going to that be. city win was, yeah. I mean, come on. That Shams goal is, yeah. is that doesn't happen. That's yeah. just, that's an anomaly, but Let's, it's, but it's, it's a still, win. It's, it's a win. Three points. Edison, Edison Cavani did it. That's true. It happened in the euros. Yeah. That's yeah. three times in the last year. I mean, it never happens. Oh, <laughs> settle down. <Graham. laughs> It's Ken, a, Ken is our friend. You can give me a hard time. Hey, he's right moving. Now. Am I about to be? Your, oh, am right. I about to be your friend with what uh, I see in front yeah, of me? That's, I mean, that's, that's coming. Hold on, hold on. He's about to. He, you, you're. He's no longer your friend because he's moving. He's moving to a city you don't know. I didn't know exists. <laughs> I didn't know it existed. Didn't know there was a Wilmington, North Carolina. Well, I, I did know. I just didn't know. No, no. I, we no have, as we soon have, as somebody have, said, what about UNC Wilmington? I was like, oh, yeah. Look, Sam, Duh, I'm they're in every fucking the tournament. Myself, I forgot. I need a drunk tailor to go back and listen to every episode <laughs> to give me the exact pinpointed moment of there's a Wilmington in Delaware. I will have him do that. No, that's the one I knew existed. And, I mean, a Wilmington, North Carolina and have him throw that at you. I will. I am that kind of petty that I will make somebody else do my work for me. <laughs> do you remember that show? Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Yes. Do you think Sam beats them in geography? Oh no, no. All right. I mean, like I, I would choose you for lots of other categories. Geography ain't it, but <laughs> now to download the app to play it on the way home. Uh, <laughs> Safely driving. So we have uh, poured this for you. Yep. And even if you had gotten a point, I was going to make you do it anyways. That's what I was. That's make. what I was told. But but I do like the fact that what exactly did you textagram as your team was losing about uh, about Malort? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I, b I believe I said it. Well, at least I earned the at least yeah, my I think team I, earned at, least the shot. I, at least I actually earned it or something like that. So, so here you are at a lovely Newcastle glass. You oh, get to uh, enjoy Malort. Should I smell this first? Like, I've, I'm going to warn you. I've never smelled this. I've never had it. Smell it. Switch it around it was, your palate a little. Malort Whatever you like earned, to do. LOL. Yep. Yeah. Malort earned. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it doesn't smell terrible, but yeah, I can't here's, wait for Here's the, the thing. Here's the thing. You're going to drink and you're going to go, it's not that bad. And then. And then wait five seconds. Okay. All right. Well, here we go, wolves. Okay. Yeah, I'm getting the. The bile. <laughs> the bile's coming, isn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You know, I thought. It, uh, it it's it's bad. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> and it's getting worse. But uh, yeah, no, that's just not pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> you're telling me, you're telling me, people willingly drink this. Oh yeah, uh, the, the, the I mean, Chicago like, villains drink it for a win. 
Yeah. All the Chicago villains drank that this like, weekend uh, honestly, in celebration. Honestly, initially, not bad. It's but bitter. Now it it's is bitter. literally just throw up. Oh, yeah. Just like laying on the tongue. Yeah. Just bile. Just. I mean, I wish I, I had $50,000 to get the taste out of my mouth right now. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, you know what? You could do it for a lot cheaper because Mel found out the toasted marshmallow Bud Light seltzer actually goes well with Malort. That's, I, I, that's an experiment that I don't want to be a part of. <laughs> Ever. Ever. Uh, All right. So um, one, one last thought. Are there three teams worse than you? Let's hope so. Yeah, that's I. Th- I think there's divers. One. I think there's fucking Norwich is garbage. Norwich yeah. is garbage. Going I think down. there's five or six at the bottom, <laughs> and I think that every time, pardon me, as I belch into the mic, I thought that was him. If yeah, it was, was him, me. it would have been Radio Gold. Yeah, uh, something as, that you all know a lot about. Yeah, apparently, as th- those teams play each other, those six pointers are going to be everything on who stays up and who goes down. That's for damn sure. Yep. I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm sitting here looking at these, and I've, I've got four. It's going to be between four teams. So can you finish in 17th place is the question. Is it going to be you or Newcastle? Because Norwich and Watford, for me, are down. Yeah, and I think Burnley's still in that conversation as well. I think Burnley is a better team than us right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think they, they know how to get the point right then better than you do. Or if they get that lead, they know how to hold on to the lead better than you do right now, which is, it's scary. It it will be, you know, looking at a team that for a, a night's sleep was top of the table last year, again, with Danny Ng's RIP, um, you know, I, I, still alive and well, he's dead to me. Don't email us about that. He's, That's right. He's dead he's to alive me, and fucking. He's dead to me. Um, <laughs> But again, I mean, well, I mean, he was going to leave us anyway. So, I mean, we'll take the money, take the money. But I mean, if it gets us relegated, is it worth it? That's the question. so glad that he's at least fucking. Yeah, no. I mean, hey, he wanted to go to a big club. Villa's acting like a big club. So let him him have it. (laughs) That's a dig. That's a dig. Uh, But I I mean, it's going to be a long season. Heard. Sammy, anything fun or witty to say? No, actually, I'm out. Wow. You're such a good friend. Your money. All right, ladies and gents, this is the segment where we give you our picks to help you along in your betting as well in sure money. And uh, I lost. Sammy, how'd you do? Uh, I lost big time. There you go. And because uh, Patrick team couldn't fucking get a draw. Is old Patrico here yet? Oh, no. Uh, All right. Well, I'm going to feed the couple losers real quick. Go ahead. Got to allow the uh, producer a little time to actually call the guy, you know? You're just yeah, okay. Hi, Sam just goes. Eh, I couldn't see your phone. I didn't know what was happening. Right, so my couple loser says, uh, "Ken, you couldn't just be mediocre." Uh, That's what uh, my couple loser says. So my couple loser says the latest to be fucked by Villa. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. So Pat, you're here now. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's going and on? Now it's time for our degenerate gambling friend Pat's pick of the week. So why don't you give it to us? Uh, what my pick of the week? Well, that's what the music <laughs> or my is. picks of the week. <laughs> picks for the week. That's right. That's Very what we're talking true. about. He's uh, he has already fallen to Graham like status. Well, I, lo- on his I love that it's rubbing off on everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm so glad I renamed this segment. Ironically. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, um, I'm down 200 because my Spurs shit the bed. Uh, actually, they more like sprayed diarrhea all over the bread. 
so, you know, from time to time, I like switching it up. So this week, I'm going to do a five-game round robin. The math is a little bit complicated. I'll keep track of it and let you know how I do. Uh, so I'm going to do $50, which is 10 ways. So at the most, I'm going to risk 500 to win the most $2,122. Um, and here's my five picks. Manchester United at minus one and a half goals, plus 135. Arsenal and Brighton to draw at plus 215. Tottenham over Aston Villa at plus 105. Manchester City over Liverpool, plus 130. And the over in that game at uh, two and a half goals at minus 145, which that is the game of the week, which is why I want to take two bets on it anyways, because it's going to be the most interesting to watch probably. Excellent. Quick, quick question. What do, when you say a round robin, how, what is that bet specifically? What is that you're throwing down? Like, you, so it's going to be, so they, it's one, it's kind of a little complicated. So it's taking two of each pick each way. So it'd be like Manchester United with the Arsenal, Manchester with the Tottenham, Manchester with, the, you know what I mean? So as okay. long as I hit like three games, I'm most likely, I still haven't done the math yet, but most likely will end in the, in the plus column. Okay. You know, you know, yeah. So kind of so, like a wheel, kind of like a wheel bet with horse racing where it's like, all right, I'm betting this horse to come in first and then I'm betting all the possible combinations behind it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So, so I've got a lot to cheer for this weekend, you know, and, uh, and I guess they're on break after this, uh, week. So, um, I won't be talking to you for two weeks, but I'll send you an email and let you know what the math and how I did. I think they're playing the very next yeah, week, buddy. Th- yeah, I think they are. I don't think there's another international break till November. Really? Because I thought I looked up the schedule, and unless I'm mistaken, I mean, I mean, I see uh, the third schedule is the next game. Week. Uh, from October the 3rd to October the 16th, there is an international break. In October? <clears throat> Oh, it's not. Oh, okay. So they're just, okay. Uh, so you know what? They got to catch up the world cup. They got to catch up the world cup qualifying. You're absolutely yep. right. That's yep. exactly what it is. Ah, very good. Look at that. Pat ahead of us in the game. Breaking yeah. news. <laughs> is that breaking news when it feels like breaking? It absolutely is breaking news when it feels like breaking. <laughs> As I was about to go to sleep with this fucking complicated ass bet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sammy, what do you, you have a little hung over. Did you do a little too much celebrating yesterday there, Graham? Yeah, definitely did. I went to a concert last night. I got fucking wasted. Oh, you um, go GNR? No, I did not actually. Uh, somebody else asked me that. I went to Flogging Molly in uh, in DC at the Anthem, which is oh, really cool. Nice. I, I thought I've got to be at the Anthem. I hear it's nice. Yeah, it's awesome. It was beautiful. It's like a really modern, very large nine thirty club. It's great. Yeah. All right, bro. Yeah. I appreciate you. And I will. All talk right. To you next I will week, talk to you friend. from Myrtle Beach in two weeks. There we go. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Perfect. Bye, brother. All right, Sammy. Let's see what you got going on over there this week. All right. Well, like I said, you know, couldn't even be mediocre for fuck's sake. Um, Southampton show no desire, so I missed my bet and find myself down $145. But my tried and true system, Sam, will ultimately save the day. Big Sam's Lock of the Week. Still working with round mo- numbers, baby. 20% of the time, it works. 100% of the time. And unlike you idiots that want to like do fucking multi-level parlays and round robins and all that kind of crazy shit, I'm just taking it easy, which is going to completely fuck you because I'll miss my bet and that'll make me giggle. 
I'm taking the Gunners to win their fourth straight at Brighton at plus 140. Good. I'm glad you did that. Yeah. Thank you. So either I'll hit and you win or I won't hit and you'll lose, I'll laugh which at you. makes me laugh. Yeah. Right. Uh, I am, because of losing my bet, I am still up, though, plus uh, 484. So this week I went for a pretty much shoe-in three-way parlay. Heard. Uh, I have Leeds to beat Watford, Chelsea over Southampton, and Villa to beat Tottenham which uh, they gave me a very, very generous plus 651. So should I win, I would be up $1,135. So I like to see, I see you're still on the three-game parlay, not doing the four-game parlays like you were doing earlier in the season. I went a little too too far, I think, Uh, reaching with those. That's a good bet. Pat had a bad bet thinking that Spurs were going to beat Villa. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, The Spurs are shit right now. He, he, he did a perfectly good bet with thinking that United's going to beat Everton because I'm going to beat the shit out of us probably because they real pissed off. Oh, yeah. And we're really depleted. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone's going to get hurt real, real bad. bad. Somebody going to get hurt. Uh, so um, I tell He's you what, I got to bring it up with HR. It's There was a very mediocre segment and you could have done better, but that's okay. I'm here to save the day because I've got Kitty the Chicken. Kitty missed her bet at the death with the late Brighton equalizer and now sits at two and three. So this week, I gave Kitty Man United heading to face Big Sam's Everton. We know how this is going to go. She never fucking picks Everton. No, she picks winners. So Kitty quickly shows me a picture of her playing poker with Justin Timberlake. Floyd Merriweather and a big chunk of his entourage. Merriweather? I didn't see an R in there. Mayweather. Shut up. Floyd (laughs) Mayweather. Whatever. Fuck off. Allegedly, just like Floyd, can't read. (laughs) Anyhow, (laughs) Riddy refused to give me the details about what the stakes or the outcome was, but uh, she did say that Justin and Floyd... Mayweather, both love them some Red Devils. So, sorry, guy. Looks like Kitty knows how to pick winners, and she's picking, uh, well, not this, well, sometimes winners, because, you know, United. Remember, uh, Graham, did you know they got fucked by Villa? I did. I heard. Did you know we shut out Ronaldo? (laughs) I heard. Did you hear about uh, Bruno's uh, goal? No. No, that's right, because he didn't make one. (laughs) They're still waiting for that ball to come down. So, uh, anyways... Kitty is picking United to beat the Toffees. You know what? Just like Bill O'Reilly, she'll do it live. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, we always have to remind everybody, especially our degenerate gamblers, to please gamble legally and responsibly. Championship Corner! I've fallen, and I can't get up. Oh, no! <laughs> Do you remember just before the Saudis uh, were trying to buy Newcastle, Floyd Mayweather was in the conversation mm-hmm. to buy Newcastle, which yep. is very fucking funny. I would have loved if that happened. Uh, anyway, Bournemouth continued their winning ways two uh, one over Luton Town. Fulham dropped points again, uh, drawing with Bristol City one one. Although Metro did score again, mm-hmm. firmly in the Huckabee zone. Uh, Sheffield and Stoke both grabbed clean sheets, uh, victories. Sheffield was a, uh, win over Derby city one nil and Stoke over Hull city two nil. 
Um, and that leaves Bournemouth on top with 21 points. West Brom in second after their win over QPR 2 to 1 on 19 uh, points. Coventry in a surprise third, also on 19 points, only two goals back in goal difference, and Fulham in fourth on 17 points. So a bit of a slide for them at the moment. Again, Marco Silva collected his Manager of the Month award, and now he's probably fucking it off. (laughs) Uh, Sheffield United is up to 11th after that woeful start. Uh, And then, as we said we would do, to check in on League 2 Walsall from time to time, um, they are back in trouble again uh, after a 2-1 defeat to Bristol Rovers, teetering just above the drop zone. Uh, did you hear from the guy? I didn't hear from the guy. Nope. We're done talking about Wassel. Because <laughs> I'd rather talk about uh, the the mighty giant that has fallen in Darby County. <laughs> Sitting in dead last, falling the fuck apart. Yeah. Heard they're about to go into administration, potentially. Yeah, they can't pay their players. Well, because you paid Wayne Rooney to coach your team. Yeah, no shit. And he breaks people's legs, so they can't <laughs> In <play>. training. Yeah. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> It's extra on the uh, electricity bill. Yeah. You heard what happened to Barcelona, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Sergio Aguero went in a half hour early to do work at the gym. Doors were locked. Lights were off. He was like, I guess you can't even use electricity around here right now. <laughs> so Darby's actually using extra electricity because I'm sure Colleen hasn't let Wayne back in the house yet. Oh, no. And uh, he essentially said in an interview once that he was sleeping in his office trying to come up with ways to get Darby out of this predicament. Uh, trying to get himself out of his own predicament <laughs> for uh, not being faithful to his wife, which he Again. has done a numerous amount of times. See, this is the fourth time he was caught. Jesus Christ. All right. Well, hey, there's a price on everything. I was to say, how much? How much is his price? <laughs> <laughs> right now, probably not much. Probably two quid. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Um, Do anything. That's gonna wrap it up, boys and girls. Uh, Sammy, Give me a ham sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Very true, <laughs> Sammy. Uh, in relations to uh, the championship corner, we still have some parting words involving that, don't we? Fucking internet assholes again. Yep. You point, uh, if somebody's going to be a cunt, you got to point it out. Absolutely. And this is one of those situations. So we are bringing back Sam's Cunty Corner. And uh, <laughs> this week it's internet trolls um, that made fun of a child with cerebral palsy uh, that posted a video of himself playing goalkeeper. Um, I don't know if it was in his backyard, if it was a training session. I don't know what the context necessarily was, but he was crawling on the ground because he doesn't have the use of his legs, right? making saves on whoever was playing against him. And they decided to bully him for having cerebral fucking palsy. Um, Dickheads. He's a Fulham supporter. Tim Ream is his favorite player, which that is kind of odd, to be honest with you. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Especially with his exploits in the Premier League last last couple of trips up. Uh, But anyway, um, I think it was Good Morning Britain. Uh, set him up with Fulham in, in, uh, in a training session, and he got to kick around um, with the Fulham team. Yep. And he was in his wheelchair uh, making saves and, and playing, with the, uh, playing with the guys and got to meet Tim Ream and, and hang out. And he had some very nice words for him, which is awesome. But um, He was also at the uh, Coventry City match, and when uh, Fulham scored uh, their goal, they uh, all celebrated uh, right up against the uh, wall with him. Oh, well. awesome. Everybody joined him and included him in the team hug as well. That's great. It's it's just I can't get past. Here's my general rule of thumb to not be a cunt, okay? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it doesn't always work. You make fun of people for what they can control, okay? You chose to wear that outfit. I'm going in on you. 
You know what I mean? If and you're I, an adult, you know what I'm saying? I, as a 48 year old man <laughs> at 400 pounds, decide decide to wear a full Jordan Pickford kit and and make saves and videotape it. By all means, make fun of me. I fucking deserve it. Yeah. Kid has cerebral palsy. Like, and he's a child. How small does your dick have to be to feel it like a rush to fucking? Uh, uh, please go play in traffic. Swallow a shotgun. You fucking suck. You are the worst kind of human being there is. Stand behind your words. Don't hide behind the fucking internet. Like yeah. I just said what I said, and you can hold me accountable to that. I said that. Yeah. You fucking hide behind the internet like it's your wall to say disgusting fucking things. Fuck all of you. Right at the at the start, it's a first. It's a child. You yeah. can't have a go at a child. Come on. Secondly, it's a disabled child. How many more boxes do you need to tick before you finally look yourself in a mirror? Yeah. Like, go get fucked. <clears throat> get absolutely fucked. Yeah. D back. So it's very simple. D back. D back. Don't be a fucking cunt. Yeah. It's that simple. D back. <laughs> and. Real quick, again, why I love, 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 love the crew at Fulham in the South. This weekend, uh, their matches at 7.30 in the morning. They will be doing their normal Zoom and hanging out with each other. And uh, Reese, who is the gentleman who was teased and bullied by people online, will be uh, joining them for the match because they just want to be able to say, hey, even across the pond. You're our friend now, mate. They That's wanna, fucking awesome. They they want to fuck with you? Well, let it be known you have friends. You have friends fucking everywhere. You know what? Jason said that, too, to me. Yeah. He said, Sam, I've given you a lot of grief over the last couple of years. And he put the picture of a Bamiyang slide up, and he mm-hmm. said, today's for you, mate. Enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> he did that for me after he online bullied me, too. Quality, quality fucking people there. Love, absolutely. Love the fits, man. Yeah, yeah, love yeah. Them. Absolutely. It just, it, it, bogg- it absolutely boggles my mind. And when I, when I said, was it D-Bak, D-Bamp, Bafk? What'd I say? D-Bafk? It was uh, total Bamf um, vibes from uh, Dan Cook. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Badass motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> Very good. All right. Yeah. Stop being cunts. Please. Kenny, thank you so much again for joining us, man. Great time. Pleasure to be here. Thank you guys for having me in. Well, you know, we got you. But before we send you off to a city that doesn't exist, we figured we got to get you yeah, some more. Before Lord. you moved to yeah. Narnia, <laughs> we had to get you in here. Where I, I believe all the animals in Narnia, their blood is made of Malort. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kenny, mm-hmm. that's not blood. Oh, shit. <laughs> he made his 50 bucks or whatever it was. 50,000. Thanks so much for joining us. Next up is injury time where we're going to talk about the beers we were drinking. We're going to preview the weekend's upcoming action. We're going to talk about how the Ibs are doing, how Aki Stanley's doing. We're going to talk about our our fantasy, how the fantasy leagues are going. And we're going to talk about a certain drunken call between one Mr. Sam Graham and one Mr. Taylor. Yep. And if one wants to find injury time, Sam. Oh, one more time, baby. Playing the classics today. <laughs> www.patreon.com backslash do you football show. Sign up to one of the top two tiers. You'll get all of our extra content, uh, which is namely sound check and injury time. So our pre-show and post-show. And Mel. Yes. How much does the, the top tier cost there? I believe the top tier is still $9. Uh, I, I can't remember why, though. Because 10's too goddamn fucking much. Sorry, Russ. 
Ah, <laughs> oh, you done fucked up now. <laughs> HR wants a word with you. Great. Yep. That's definitely happening. Third time this week, and it's only Monday. Be sure to check out the Drip Shack for all of your DU shopping needs. And until next time, good night. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right, AA, the fucking gooner grab. Stuff of a lord, but straight in shorts. Sam Grammy. Sam Graham.